0: Welcome back to another episode of the Major Journey Podcast. Today's special guests are the owners of Grace Health and Wellness, an aspiring phytopharmaceutical company with a mission to empower individuals seeking alternative therapies, and they have an unbelievable new way of doing so. And it is my honor and pleasure to introduce and welcome Jaime Brambila and Nicole Dimanda Brambila. Welcome both to the show.
1: Excellent. Mike, thank you so much. We're really, really happy to be here and just super excited about the opportunity to talk about all of this in the cannabis arena and what's going on right now.
0: Yeah. Wonderful to be here, Mike. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you both for for joining us this week. So um, we've had a chance to talk before before we went on the show, but for those who aren't familiar with with you guys and your journey and your story behind Grace Health and Wellness, can you just take a moment to kind of walk everybody back to where all of this started?
1: Absolutely. Um, in 2016, Jaime and I were actually in California and uh, in Orange County specifically, and we started a, a delivery service. And that the name of the company was Sugarleaf Wellness. Um, we started with the intention of just kind of doing things on a recreational basis. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but one of the things that began to happen is we were carrying at the time CBD flower, which was um, much more difficult at that time to find. And we started to receive calls from people who actually were stricken with critical ailments and were, were very sick. And because our background obviously was limited, what we decided to do is just delve into the research um, because one of the things we did not want to do is obviously recommend something that wasn't going to help, uh, and lead that patient, you know, down down a path that was not going to be beneficial. So we immersed ourselves in the research. We started to really, really love what we were doing. We put the recreational behind and focused on the medicinal. And um, as I said, immersed ourselves in the research. And the irony and the interesting thing on this journey was that in two thousand and eighteen. I was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer and immediately it was about understanding the experience we already had with the plant and just the miraculous results that we were seeing with patients that were coming to us. So we implemented our our regimen, we were at that point also making our own products and um, we. In 2018, in August, I was diagnosed. And then by January 2019, there was no evidence of metabolic activity in my system. And I only had three rounds of chemo. And this was also after eight hour spinal fusion surgery as well. Um, wow. And uh, the doctors were amazed, you know, yeah, at everything that happened. Um, and uh, he, Jaime will definitely be adding to that because I know he has a ton to say as
2: well. So it's, um, you know, I guess the whole practice started from just wanting to get some solid information to people that were really in need. And, you know, one of the critical things uh, with finding efficacy in cannabis is figuring out the dose that's going to be, that's going to create the therapeutic uh, outcome that you want. Yeah. So... We learned with people. We started learning with people. We would be straight with them and tell them, "Look, you know, we we don't we don't understand this fully, but we'll grab you by the hand and learn with you." And we immersed ourselves uh, in the resources that were available, which are limited. Um, you know, beyond uh, the published literature, there's not there's not a lot of information that's practical for people, right. and. You know, so we we learned that alongside with our patients, experienced it firsthand when Nicole was diagnosed because we were searching for answers. And, you know, so the after networking with uh, research groups abroad, uh, interviewing and being mentored by practitioners that have had uh, cannabis dosing experience for years, uh, we kind of developed our system, and that's, that's really in essence what we want to transmit to people and what we want to teach people about. Yeah. So, you know, Nicole's experience definitely put, um, I guess, the, our foot on the accelerator to understand everything on a very steep curve. And, um, you know, now we want, to, we want to transfer that knowledge to people that, that need it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, it's so important Especially, especially Jaime, like you said, you know, that, that hand holding in the beginning, whether somebody is new to cannabis or, or you know, maybe a, a veteran with the plant, right? But knowing exactly what dose or what delivery method is going to be best and most effective um, and deliver the, the most desired results, it can be tricky. And a lot of times people don't necessarily want to hear, well, it's a, there's a little bit of trial and error involved. Um, yeah. so I think that's, you, you really hit it on the, the nail on the head there. Um, that's a great segue into something very cool that I saw on the, 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 the grace and health website, which was wellness consulting or wellness consultants. Can you shed yeah. a little bit of light on that? And I think, I think that's so important and such a timely thing. So if you would please share with us what that is all about, I think that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We developed that concept when we were first starting out because of the experiences we were having with patients. And one of the things that we found is, you know, it was very easy for somebody to step into a dispensary and purchase a product. However, you know, regardless of whether somebody might have been new or a veteran, understanding that um, the, the way in which that mechanism of action is going to work effectively Mm -hmm. is a whole other different story. And so what we developed was a consulting um, program Mm -hmm. and uh, we do a 30 minute or a 60 minute or life plan and we provide this for the patient. Um, And what we do is go through an actual intake form with the patient. We look at their history. We make sure to get a list of the medications because You know, unbeknownst to a lot of people, CBD does, in fact, interact with other medications. So we make sure to review that with the patient as well. And that life plan also consists of and the consulting also consists of the idea that, you know, cannabis is going to be used as a tool Mm -hmm. and we need to find out the right dose, um, the right treatment in order to allow that to be the most effective tool, the most beneficial tool. So, um, you know, that was something that was extraordinarily important to us because we want the patient to have that experience whereby they don't feel like we're just sending them on their way with the product. Uh, We could have the best product in the world. The bottom line is if that product is not being used effectively, it's not helping anybody. And what we're also finding as a result now is that because the patients don't have that opportunity or don't know how to use the product, they actually aren't getting the necessary results. And therefore now looking at this is just, you know, the latest trend and CBD really isn't effective at all. So we definitely want to flip the switch on that.
2: So, And just to add to what Nicole is, you know, how she explained things, um, our, our perspective or how, how we present the information to patients is really from an educational uh, perspective. Um, we're not medical professionals, and nor do we claim to be. But, you know, it, it very much, the information that we want to give to patients is relative to the, the ailment that they're trying to figure out with cannabis, right. or whatever symptoms they're trying to alleviate. Um, so we, when we go through our consults, we give them an explanation of what the endocannabinoid system is, the, the physiological implication, how intricately tight it is to our system, uh, the broad range of therapeutic, uh, benefits that it can have as a result, right? Because cannabis can be effective all the way from, you know, just addressing anxiety all the way to possibly correcting metabolic disease, um, Getting rid of cancer, um, getting rid of uh, epileptic seizures, um, so it has a, a very broad range of um, applications, and it's important for people to understand that when they're, they're viewing cannabis is a serious medicine and um, you know after that, we give them an overview of the dosing that's involved, uh, the pharmacology behind cannabis because you know, like Nicole mentioned, there are interactions, there are positive interactions and there are negative interactions. Negative interactions, you know, can happen when cannabinoids uh, inhibit the pathways that either activate or get rid of other medications. Positive because it can compound the effects, uh, for example, with other uh, pain medications and cannabis for all those people that want to get rid of opioid use or want to enhance that uh, use. And then we go through the best delivery method that's going to be specific to the, to the individual case.
1: Okay. And one of the most important things for us, Mike, is to make sure that that patient feels empowered, mm-hmm. especially when we're dealing with patients who are suffering with critical ailments, because you're, you're dealing with people who are really in dire straits and also feel um, desperation. Mm-hmm. And with that desperation comes the idea that you know they will do anything that's necessary, and we we don't want people to feel that way. We want people to be able to come to us if they're feeling like that, and know that when they walk away, they actually have control over what's going on. And again, that that feeling of empowerment, mm-hmm. so they don't feel lost in in how they're addressing the ailment. So that's really important to us too.
0: Yeah, and and it's, it goes so much further than just giving somebody a product, right. Or the, or giving them access to the plan. And I, I love that, that both of you, you know, stress that so much because it could sway somebody one way or another, if it is their first time, you know, trying to, to incorporate cannabis in their wellness regimen. And so I'd be very curious, especially from, from both of your perspectives, um, you know, what do you think of the development of the medical cannabis space, both on the East Coast and on the West Coast, especially now with re- the recent legalization in um, right here in New York? And what else do you think needs to be done to truly support patients with everything that the plant has to offer, but maybe not everybody having all of the access to the right information about what the plant has to offer?
1: Right, right. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely um research 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 education 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 um yeah we if our government allowed the research and provided the necessary means to to do it um i mean that would be the great the greatest scenario right agree um we even though there's a ton of uh clinical studies um studies um with cannabis right now, well, not human trials, but just, you know, lab lab studies and animal studies. We don't know the full extent of the therapeutic potential of the endocannabinoid system, first and foremost, and then the tools that we have to supplement that system, which is cannabinoids. Um, We need to bridge the gap. Uh, We have a whole bunch of people that are using cannabis effectively, um, safely. And we're not recording those outcomes. Uh, We're not understanding how the patient is improving with with that access. So, you know, in the beginning, um, the cannabis legalization movement started uh, to give people, patients safe access to to cannabis. And now uh, through adult use and through you know the markets or the regulation opening up we're seeing that industry is taking over that lobbying right and and they're advocating for much different things than what is relevant for for people that need this therapeutically you know so tax incentives and lower fees what does that do for people with cancer right? exactly so <laughs> so it's important to keep that in mind because As we're going through all this opening, you know, the world is opening up. We're experiencing all this adult use. We can't lose track of why this happened in the first place. And, you know, the information to the patients that's going to be relative to their specific needs is very important. Um, Medical professionals are reluctant to take cannabis seriously because they don't understand it it's not within their training to you know, to prescribe it first of all usually uh, physicians are trained on very technical parameters on when they're prescribing a medication and cannabis dosing is very ambiguous mm-hmm. there's no reference that will tell you well this is a safe parameter for the patient you know at this dosage is when you know you're creating a drug interaction or whatever the case is right So you kind of, you have to explore as a physician or as a practitioner, you have to be very involved uh, with the patient to understand what's gonna work for them. And that's that's foreign to our our medical um, sector, to our healthcare sector. Um, So, you know, getting the information out there, presenting the science on how cannabis is effective, and then the practical use, uh, the crack practical use, all those things are things that are going to enrich the medical cannabis space, but also have the potential to create new dynamics, because we're learning, um, you know, we're, we're seeing all these compounds that are very powerful medicines, and usually when a medication is approved, the information gets trickled down from the top down, so the pharmaceutical company approves it, and then they develop all their parameters, and then they teach doctors how to use it, right? And in this case, we're seeing that patients are learning how to use cannabis and mm-hmm. and teaching right. to their to their physicians on on right. what they're doing and the effectiveness and all that stuff. So there's opportunity to change the 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 way things work, the status quo, if you want to look at it that way, where you know, these plant-based medicines are very powerful. They have the power to change a lot of uh, chronic disease that we're, that we are dealing with. And the information doesn't have to be in a hierarchy. It can be on the same plane where everybody's learning at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, it's um it's very interesting because you you really stress the importance of education and research because that's going to lay the foundation for a lot of good things to come in the future, hopefully the near future. So do you think as, as entrepreneurs yourselves and as, you know, as a team that is involved in educating, in providing safe and quality access to the plant and connecting it with those who need it and then supporting them through it, do you think it's, we're we're going to see um, brands, and companies take more responsibility and accountability for educating and connecting those missing links within the medical cannabis community? Hopefully.
1: We, we hope so. We we really hope so. What We really hope for. And we also hope in many instances that the information is correct Mm -hmm. because there have been so many glitches that we've seen and, um, just so many things that need to be tweaked, uh, and we're we're hoping that more of the companies come on board with that premise because, in that case, yes, it not only you know allows the patient to to have that better experience and learn, um, but it also allows for a connectedness among the the businesses within the cannabis arena, so that you know what we sh- we should be sharing that information. We should be kind of collecting that, that data yeah. and moving forward with, with all this instead of just being secular with everything and you're hiding the secrets and because the, the, the plant is just, it's a miraculous thing. Um, and we believe that wholeheartedly. And the sharing of that for everyone, um, for us is, is just extremely important. Um, everybody should have again that that sense of empowerment and um, for example what's going on in Israel right now so somebody who's actually um, uh, been diagnosed and going through hospice uh, care uh, cannabis is offered with the treatment it's just it's a it's just a given now and that's something that we believe should be offered across the board you know
2: yeah, we We always take the vantage point of our personal experience right. uh, to understand all this and yeah. you know we we're hopeful that companies will take stock in in understanding the responsibility that they have yeah. right because you know in many of the recreational markets, cannabis products are a consumer product they're not uh they're not really uh something that's designed for therapeutic use so in our personal experience, when we were trying to figure out, for example nicole 's uh, cannabis regimen, mm-hmm. we knew that the specific use that well one of the, one of the uses that we were going for with the cannabis strains that we were gathering and the formulations and all that stuff was to figure out the cytotoxic uh, effect or the cancer the cancer uh, ridding effect of cannabinoids we couldn 't go to a dispensary to figure out those products we had to meet with the growers we had to do the extractions ourselves we had to you know basically do everything ourselves directly with the cultivator yeah and so that is not available for for people if they want to use cannabis in that context and that's really where we want to bridge the gap where, where we feel that cannabis companies have that um Ability or that can take that responsibility and yeah. say, well, you know, here's a consumer product, but then the, here's a clinically focused product. Um, we can do both.
1: And a, a big thing for us also is consistency because we found such a lack of consistency. And one of the reasons why we actually started manufacturing our own products is because we were working with a um, patient who had uh, liver cancer in California, and um, we had chosen a product and vetted it from a pretty reputable company. However, when we received it, it was actually half the dose because we tested it on our own to make sure. And, you know, our whole thing was okay recreational if it's half the dose okay fine it's not consistent but you can't do that with a cancer patient you got to kind of have consistency and and again that's what that's what triggered the development of the products that we were making so yeah and you know
2: legalization brings those standards uh for testing and stuff which i should you know i guess point out that all those methods should be verified right because yeah. Again, uh, <laughs> the idea is: well, this is a consumer product, and who really, you know, cares to verify whether or not it really is twenty percent THC or whatever? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's being used in a clinical context, well, those numbers become even more important. Yeah. Absolutely, um, yeah, I could I could not agree more. And so,
0: what what new things can can folks expect from, from grace, health, and wellness and, and every, and everything that, that both of you are involved in, because it sounds like you've identified a lot of the problems and a lot of the pain points that a lot of folks in the medical cannabis community are struggling with and going through. And it seems like you're very aware and very conscious of what needs to be done where people are just simply not stepping up to the plate. Um, And so So what new things can we expect from Grace Health and Wellness moving forward within the next year or two or three?
1: I I think for us, a ton of education and a ton of advocacy. Um, And the objective is, again, just to flip the switch so that people understand the benefit that this plant has, but also understand the complexities. And they take it seriously Mm -hmm. because it is a medicine. And uh, we we wanna spread that as much as we can to let people know.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's a shame that people are not more open to it because of the stigma associated with it. And, you know, we won't right. go into that, but <laughs> it's, it's it's present and it doesn't allow people to take it seriously. And yet the science really tells us that this can have such a profound Impact in our overall healthcare. Um, it's just, it's completely amazing to understand that this part of our physiology has been completely neglected by science, basically. And the means to study it have been completely cut off. Um, so definitely involved in the advocacy to promote the research, um, educating and inviting our our healthcare community to adopt it as a serious medicine and to really, you know, be open-minded about it Mm -hmm. because no, it doesn't follow the regular parameters of regular medication, you know, uh, it follows different parameters, but the outcome of that exploration and that, you know, giving it a chance is so amazing.
1: And what we're also really hoping to do is alleviate fear And just allow people to understand it's available and they should feel good about it. And there's so much to learn so that they can begin to heal. Not, not only physically, but we believe, you know, mentally, we even believe spiritually. So it's across the board. Um, This is, this is the time, this is the now, and we want people to understand that, you know?
0: That's amazing. And so uh, Nicole and Jaime, what would be the best place for people to, go to in order to learn more about what you guys are up to, what new developments are happening um, and just even just to reach out to you and, and just to chat about what's going on in, in medical cannabis today.
1: Absolutely. We always welcome, you know, people to visit our site. It's gracehw.com and Uh, Just meander around, check out what we have available. We
2: have a whole bunch of educational, free educational resources so that people can understand, you know, from A to Z, everything from what the endocannabinoid system is, what what CBD is, um, dosing and everything, Uh, social media. Yeah, um,
1: you can find us on LinkedIn. um, You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. And this is the perfect time because we're now in the process of going through an entire relaunch. And so there are going to be, you know, just exciting information. We have webinars that are coming up um, just, that we're going to be highlighting as well.
2: And with that, Mike, just very <laughs> briefly. Um, so we're, we're getting ready to publish um, an, an educational article per month, one or two per month. We haven't decided yet. But the articles are going to be accompanied by a webinar. So we're going to release the article in the beginning of the month. Then we're going to do a webinar webinar. Um, halfway or three quarters of the way done with a month and so that we can recap all the information that we're putting out there and take uh real time uh questions so that we can find what people want to learn about so definitely want to promote that
1: and you know you can call you can email us we are absolutely welcome Uh, we welcome anybody any questions that people have and the other thing is always you know when you go on the site if you decide you wanted to purchase a product You can always get in contact with us uh, if you have questions. Um, And we, again, just kind of try to hold people's hands all the way through to make sure that they're secure and what they're, what they're taking and dosing. So absolutely.
0: That's awesome. I I love the energy that you guys bring to this and the enthusiasm and just the, the passion behind it. So thank you for that. And thank you for everything that you do for the, for the entire cannabis community as a whole. I think it's super important and, and, finding those missing links and, and putting that, that puzzle together, I think is just so important, especially now as legalization starts to hit more and more States. I think this is just yeah. going to be more and more important as time goes on. So thank you for all the work you do. And thank you both for coming on the show this week. I am super grateful oh, that you both were able you. to make it.
1: No, oh, thank
2: it was you pleasure. so much. It's a
1: pleasure.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys. That is it for this week's episode of the major journey podcast. We will tune in next week.
2: Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a one of a kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnect's network. Network.